Hey there, it's Winston Faircloth, and welcome back to episode 25 of the Begin Again podcast. In this eight-part series, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the differences between my multi-million dollar business and my six-figure business. And these podcasts were taken from a course I released last summer when I published the ebook Seven Lessons from Building a Seven-Figure Business. Each of these stories supplements the ebook, and I want to give you one additional inspirational takeaway at the end of each podcast so that you can take action today towards building your own seven-figure impact business. These audios are from that course, and they're your free gift from being a loyal podcast subscriber. And today we'll cover pairing the visionary with the integrator. And in retrospect, I think this is the reason that our seven-figure business didn't get to eight figures. So if you think about the visionary entrepreneurs of our era, well, of the last hundred years or so, Henry Ford, Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, they were paired with people, integrators, lesser known integrators who were critical to their success, whether it's James Cousins, Roy Disney, or Steve Wozniak. Without the pairing of vision with execution, your dreams will not get off the drawing board. So my mentor, Dan Sullivan, has this framework for three essential hires that every great company has. Somebody who makes it up, somebody who makes it real, and somebody who makes it repeat. These are three different superpowers that so many people, especially that, that startup founder, tries to fill each of those roles. And this was the flaw that kept our four and a half million dollar business, that four plus million dollar business from being a $10 million business. And I didn't recognize this until I was out of the business altogether because I was really struggling because we did not have this integrator on our team. So let me tell you what we did have. I was the visionary. I was the person who was not the technologist, who was not super grounded in all the different aspects of the operations of the business, but I had a deep understanding of our clients and what they needed. And because I came out of that industry, I was in a lot of ways an ideal customer myself. So I could see where the puck was going to use the old Wayne Gretzky Gretzky, uh, analogy. I could see where we needed to go. I could anticipate client needs. I was very passionate about, and I was coming up with ideas all the time in terms of how we could improve and how we could over deliver for our clients. But I had on my team, and even in my leadership team, I had people who could optimize a process. And because we had started the organization looking at processes from our clients and optimizing those clients, most of the talent that I recruited Uh, were people who were really good at at making something that had been created better and better and better, optimizing it and repeating it over and over. That was part of our DNA of trying to make things scalable. However, the translation of a visionary idea to a a person who wants to repeat and optimize there was a breakdown. It was so frustrating for both sides. For me, I was, you know, it was a matter of how do I best articulate this so that, so that my team can get it and run with it. And then I had this team that was 
that could not necessarily translate a vision into something that was real. What they could do was to take something that was real and make it better. And so when Dan, you know, so I learned this after I left the multi-million dollar company. When Dan presented that framework of make it up, make it real, and make it repeat, it was like this light bulb came on. It's like, oh my goodness, this was the fundamental flaw of our business. So let's talk about the, these personalities really quickly. The visionary, the person who makes things up, they are gifted with that ability to understand the client, understand the market, uh, can, see, can connect dots that don't seem to connect. They have that superpower. Their kryptonite or their flaw is, is that they can easily overwhelm their team with the flavor of the day. They, they're like sending 20 ideas and hoping one of them will stick, right? You've been, you've been part of organizations where you have that kind of personality in your prior life. You know what this is like. They're the, they're the popcorn guy. They're the person that's just gonna keep sending those ideas. What's important for the visionary is some sort of t filter, some sort of tool that will have them describe the outcome, what the best part is if this idea moves forward, what's the risk if it doesn't move forward, so that they can prioritize themselves amongst those 20 ideas that they may generate in a weekend, which is, which is the most important, most impactful idea that they have, and how does that displace something else that the team is already working on? That's the responsibility of the visionary, and, and many visionaries don't take that on. We like the popcorn ideas, and we think we're just suggesting things. The make it real person, what they love, their superpower, this integrator, what their superpower is, is that they love to receive this new opportunity to take an idea and to take it from idea to something that exists, that they can put their hands around and say, I made it real. And so the person, the integrator who makes it real, their gift is to be able to take concepts and bring it from idea to fruition. Now, what they don't like to do is that once they've done that, once they've taken an idea and brought it to fruition, they never want to touch it again. <laughs> they, they want to move on to the next idea. They get their energy from that experience of taking an idea to, to reality. But once they've done it, they never want to touch it again. Whereas the third part person on this train, the third critical skill in your team is someone who can take something that exists and make it better and better and better and better and make it optimized. Having all three of these skills within your organization, as early as you can do it, will be critical to your growth. But don't make the same mistake I made. The mistake I made was having me, the person that make it up, and having a bunch of people who could make it repeat without that person in the middle that could translate my idea to reality and keep doing that over and over again. And then we hand it off to people who can really optimize it and make it better. Uh, I wished I had heard Dan's framework. And now that I've heard it, I will never forget it. As I mentioned before in my current startup, what's the first person I hired? My integrator. As CEOs, you're likely the visionary with way more ideas than bandwidth or time. 
And if you're in the early stages of building your team, I'd like to help you avoid the same mistake that kept us from moving from seven figures to eight or more. Having the make it real superpower on your team is critical. And yet this doesn't have to be a full-time role, especially in the beginning. So today's inspirational takeaway, which personality are you? Are you the make it up, make it real, or make it repeat person? It's possible you have all three capabilities, but which one suits you best? DM me on social media. I'm at Winston Faircloth on Instagram. And in my coaching programs, I provide an outstanding tool to help you figure this out for you and for your prospective team members. The pairing of your superpower with others is the foundation for outstanding teamwork. And coming up on our final installment of the seven lessons series, next time we'll talk about prioritizing profit, which fuels your organic growth. So make sure to visit future7figureceo.com to download your free copy of the seven lessons ebook. And let's draw deeper faith, inspiration, and encouragement in our begin again moments. If you'd like to help others, make sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Your honest review helps us spread the word. And when you post your review, capture a screenshot, contact us with the email, with your mailing address, the email address in the show notes. We'd love to send you a gift in the mail. And finally, the biggest breakthroughs in life and business occur the moment you decide to begin again. I'll catch you on the next episode.